Hello, sweet, naive listeners. Yes, it's me, again. It appears that a curse of technical difficulties has been thrust upon these adventuring halfwits. The very important Zardax and Emberlin have appeared to have vanished from this plane of existence. Don't worry, I'm sure they did amazing hitting, healing, and had some oh-so-funny witty banter. Oh, and Belisar sounds like he's speaking through a sending stone. How wonderful to know that after 99 attempts, they still don't have it right. Good luck. Welcome to We Slay Things. My name is Alyssa, and I play Kilbo Dragons. I am a non-binary dragonborn sorcerer. I uh, really like centaurs and long walks with my gentleman caller, Samuel Silvershield. I really like anything to do with lightning. I like the storms, yeah. It's all good fun with Adventurers Local 381. Hi, I'm Andy, and I play Belisar, a human fighter champion. My name is Amber, and I play the Hilldorf Paladin Emberlin. I'm Joe. I play Mima, the Tiefling Rogue. I'm Amy, and I play Twiggy Asparius, a forest gnome druid. I'm Thomas, and I play Zardex, Cleric of the Grave. Hello, my name is Jason, and I play Zauber Chubbins, a dwarven wizard of applied meteorology. Hi, I'm Mick. I'm the Dungeon Master. You all have been on a quest to find out what has happened to so many of the magical items in Faerun. And you have been chasing this trail through a magic shop owner whom you once encountered named Five. You have chased Five to the easternmost reaches of Faerun, up into the Dragon Sword Mountain, and have come to the profane temple Nopak Mabad. As you have been working your way into the temple, you fought a number of constructs uh, and have now reached the top level where you all spent a good long while preparing to go into this final battle. Meemaw, you used your portable hole to open up the door. Belisar, you have got a holy weapon which is being concentrated on by Zardak. Twiggy is it got an air elemental and is preparing, or at least was thinking of preparing to cast reverse gravity on the cauldron in the center of the room. Zaber, yes, you have a death ward and you've got crown of stars activated. Emberlin, you are you have got death ward cast on you. You have also got you're concentrating on beacon of hope. Kilbo, you took a potion of necrotic resistance. Yes. And Zardex, you also have a death ward. What you all see as the portable hole, op- as Mima's 10-foot-wide hole opens up. Gaping hole. It gapes open. You see a number of things going on. You see four humanoids, including five whom you recognize and the other three whom you do not. Women, mostly in very heavy armor, standing around this cauldron of very nasty energy. You see a couple of very large-looking constructs. A couple of them you recognize. You've seen a shield 
guardian uh, and an iron golem before. But there are two that are, are kind of unique looking. You see one looks like a giant metallic spider. Cool. You also see uh, something that looks like some kind of steel panther. It's literally metal as fuck because they are made of metal. Metal. And fuck. And fuck, yeah. You do see the telltale glowing red gemstones that indicate these were built by the twisted artificer Pog Pingun. Apparently built all of the constructs in Nopak Mabad. So as you all are looking in this room, I have some bad news. I thought that was bad news. The boss is going first in initiative. Cool! You all peek into the room, and as you see this ritual going on, you see a human woman in very heavy plate armor look over at you all. Well, if it isn't Adventurer's Local 381, coming through Meemaw's hole, no doubt. I I hole precedes myself. (laughs) That's the only way we come. (laughs) (laughs) Or Meemaw's hole. She looks at the entrance around, around which you are all standing. I'm going to need you all to make a dexterity saving throw. So if you fail, you take 26 fire damage. If you save, except for Meemaw, you take 13. So basically, she's in the middle of this ceremony. She sees this hole open up and blast a strike of flame right in the midst of you all. Next up is Bellasar. Uh, what you do all see in the back are a series of crates, and they appear to be crammed with magical items. I am going to hold my turn until Twiggy goes. Uh, all right, so Bellasar is holding his action in anticipation of gravity reversing. Gilbo, you are up. These are big bats, so I am going to do a scary horrid wilting in a 30-foot cube centered on the point of your choosing. Okay, I want to get his, all the bags. I need you to roll me a D100. All right. 61. So, Kilbo does cast Abidalzim, Horrid Wilting, right in the center of the room and is going to get all four humanoids in that space. However, in casting a spell that hits the area around the cauldron, it triggers a wild magic effect. Ooh, Kilbo. You suddenly feel exceptionally hoarse, and you feel that the only way you're going to be able to speak for the foreseeable future is to shout. <laughs> you read what you saw. One of them saves, the rest of them fail. Yeah. They will take 50. Fucking hell. Fucking kill. 50 damage? It is 50 damage! You are within 25 feet of the steel predator. No, I mean, breath weapon is probably going to do much against that. But I'll still try it. What the hell? Alright, uh, is that dexterity? Uh, yes, it is dex. Fails. Alright. 20 damage. Alright. Kilbo casts Horrid Wilting, and y'all do see that magic around the cauldron does seem to have some kind of effect. 
the other thing you notice, Kilbo, is that as you do hit this thing with your lightning breath, it doesn't take as much damage as you would have preferred. The thing or the people? The steel predator. Oh, gotcha. With your lightning breath. Yeah, okay. Next up is Meemaw. Yeah, I want to I wanna, uh, scoot around here, go down to W and stab him in the All back. All right. Yeah, and I'm giving you advantage on this because... Uh, although they have taken some damage, they are still trying to focus on the ritual. So they are directly not looking at you. Dirty 20. Just hit. Yes. 44. Four. Ouch. You stab into this warlord pretty good, and uh, she is wincing in some serious pain. Anything else on your turn, Meemaw? No, I'm good. Now... It's time for some baddies to go. Yeah. So the first up is the Steel Predator, who sees you, Meemaw, as a threat. What? I'm no threat. The Steel Predator is going to move over and flank you, my friend, and is going to attack you twice. Actually, three times. It's going to bite at you. Uh, That's a 29. Uh, Yeah, that hits. (laughs) That's going to be 13 piercing damage. Mm. Swipe with claw number one. Mm, that's going to miss at uh, 16, 26. That uh, hits. Ooh, but I'm going to use my evasion. Uh, uh, that or uncanny dodge. Uncanny okay. dodge. With your uncanny dodge, you take nine slashing damage as this thing swipes a claw and digs into you a little bit. Ouch. The next thing that up is the Retriever, the big metallic spider, uh, who has a speed of 40 feet. It is going to get next to the door and make an attack of opportunity on the next person who comes through. Twiggy, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. I'll do that for her. 16? 16 is unfortunately not good enough. She is currently paralyzed. Uh, and we'll be able to save against that. Uh, the air elemental would still be able to do stuff. Next up is Layla. Belisar, if you do want to take an action, I will allow you to do that at your convenience. Okay. Well, then, yeah, the Belisar sees her kind of go rigid. I uh, anticipate that she probably won't be doing anything anytime soon. So then I will go ahead and this retrieve back. All right, well, I'm going to go up to it and start hacking it deep a bit. Fucking hell. 15, it misses you. Yeah, go ahead, swing away. That's a dirty 20 for the first one? Yes, that hits. All right, so the first hit 44 damage. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that stings. Second hit is a 25. That also hits. All right, that's going to be 43 damage for the second hit. Woo! Yeah, you are cracking into that spider for sure. And then the uh, third one is a 12. That one, unfortunately, is going to miss. All right. So did I break its attack of opportunity on anyone else? Uh, yeah, no, it just had the one. It just had the one. It was set up with the four leg, and you kind of stutter stepped in, and it missed you. And then you cracked into it a couple times with the sword. Uh, you did miss on the third one as it kind of, you know, squelches down. You have fucking hurt this thing very badly. That brings us to Layla. Belsar, I need you to do a charisma saving throw. 18. Good news, you're not banished. 
The war priest was trying to get you get rid of you and fail. So they you can't get rid of this hunk of man meat that easily. The war priest Layla. So Layla leans into the creature next to you, Mima, and says, "It is Maya. You can do it." And it is now Maya's turn. She's going to turn around and attack you, Mima. No, that is thirty. Yeah, it hits. Fourteen slashing damage. And going to attack again. This time it's a 19. That does not hit. Hey. All right. It's a good thing they had that guided strike then. She is going to use a legendary action to attack you again. That is 23. Yeah, that hits. That'll do 10 slashing damage. Next up is Zabachuk. Okay, so if I cast a Cone of Cold, could I encompass all the, the bad ones in that room? Would I necessarily miss one or the other? Uh, you probably get most of them, but also get the cauldron. Oh, yeah. We're trying to avoid the cauldron. Well, I mean, it might work to your advantage. It might be fun! <laughs> Can I do an arcana check on the cauldron? Yeah, I'll give you that. 27? What you say, and this is, this is at a glance, this is bullet time. You might not get the full scope of it. What you see is a large cauldron that contains some sort of interplanar rip. You can feel all kinds of very nasty arcane energy swirling around this thing. And basically, you know that any magic that directly targets it, specifically arcane magic, is going to trigger a wild magical effect. Can I spell shape around that as well as my companions? Maybe. Okay, well, that changes things. I'm going to do shatter on... You would be able to get at least two, maybe three uh, within there and sculpt it around Mima. All right, I'll do that for my first thing. Uh, They both fail. Uh, One of them, the retriever, gets a nat one. Okay, so that is 29 damage. Okay, and I'm going to shoot a moat. So that would be... 16 to hit. Uh, unfortunately, that misses. She is fairly heavily armored. I'll try to move myself in a position where it like maximizes my ability to do Cone of Cold. Next up are a couple more of the constructs. The Iron Golem isn't close enough to attack anyone, but he does move up towards you all, looking very scary and very, very angry. See, the Shield Guardian... Yeah, uh, Meemaw, you're the closest, most tempting target. It is going to attempt to fist you. <laughs> Not my hole. Right in your hole. 26. Ooh, yeah, that hits. That's going to do 10 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. And it's going to attempt to fist you again. That's a natural 20. Yeah, that hits. Not a crit. That is going to be 13 bludgeoning damage. Ooh. Well, there goes your healing. I'm doing, still doing okay. Next up is Twiggy and the Air Elemental. Twiggy know what will happen if the cauldron gets upturned? No. Can she do an arcana check or anyone else for that matter? She could. Or, uh, yeah, nat seven, so I don't think that's probably going to be uh, No, no idea. Be the battle, never seen anything like this. It looks big, it looks scary, it looks magical. Well, her Air Elemental, can it go up and flank the dude that I'm on? Uh, yes, it can. All right, it's going to do that, and it's going to 
do a slam damage. 25 to hit. Yeah, that hits. It's like shit stomped out of it. 14. All right. See, it's going to do its whirlwind. Okay, so it's going to do the second slam attack. That's going to be going to be like 2 plus 8. No, that will miss. Okay, so then it will do its whirlwind. So it needs to be a DC strength of 13. It fails. 20, 21 bludgeoning damage. And it's 20 feet away. Yeah, it basically is going to hit 21. And does it hit anything like a wall, floor, anybody else? It does not. Okay. Uh, that would make an attack of opportunity if you like. Well, I will like to do that. Uh, that's a critical 19. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. All right, it's going to be 31 damage. Wow. Oh, 31 times 2, so times 2 is 62. Yeah. Now, like, as this thing is starting to fly through the air, Belisar pirouettes with the sword of the proletariat, and it doesn't land in a heap so much as it lands in multiple heaps, and gears and cogs and shit just start rolling around the room as this thing dies. No the, gods, no masters, motherfucker. The, uh, the red crystal holding the soul gem uh, that powers this split and a soul dissipates into the air. That's the so air on my turn. I think she's going to go ahead and move in, and she's going to try to break the flank. She can do that. 19 plus 8 to hit. Uh, that hits. So that'd be 12 bludging damage. And then she's going to attack it again with slam attack. 17 plus 8 to hit. I believe that. That does hit, yeah. All right. So that's 10 damage. And then it needs to make a DC 13. Mm, cross strength. Okay. 22. Yeah, so that, that's 11 more bludging damage. All right. Yeah, the Steel Predator is looking kind of rough. Next up is Five, who looks around the room and says, Wait, you all came to my shop. Yes, we did! Well... Yes, we thought you were good. What the hell? We were worried about you. Well, you should instead be worried about yourself. And she goes to cast a spell. I need everyone to make a constitution saving throw. I'm no good at those. Cast counter spell. You can attempt to do so. I need you to roll me a spellcast modifier check. 21, I guess. I need you to roll me a D100. Uh, nine. Nine. Roll me a D4. Oh, gosh. One. One? You hit five for 16 damage as you inadvertently cast a magic missile at zero. <laughs> Whoops. Good job. That's I still need everyone to roll a constitution saving. 15 and above, you save. If you save, you take 14 necrotic damage, you would take seven. 14 or below, you take 28 necrotic damage. That feels like a waste of a perfectly good high-level spell. Meemaw, at the end of the round, you get to go again. Hey! You have a humanoid right in front of you. You have a steel predator right behind you. You have a shield guardian to your right. You're in the heat of the action, my friend. Oh, okay. That's where things are. I'll go after Mr. W. Stab away. 22. Yes. Yes. You got a 10 damage. Woo. Yeah. And you know what all these humanoids need? Is it ball bearings <laughs> under their feet? <laughs> no, 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 we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. 
Okay, 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 okay. okay. How about I, I throw it towards the, around and around the cauldron? Yeah. Uh, roll me a slide of hand check. 32 or something like that. 31. You managed to make the area immediately around the cauldron, which I have put in yes. red, difficult terrain. Yes. I'm going to roll some quick saving throws to see if they stay on their feet. See. Yeah, no, they, they all failed. <laughs> so they, they are currently doing this. Yes. <laughs> Second round of combat. <laughs> Next up is Sybil Wynn, the cleric of death at the center of this ceremony. I've got bad news for you, Zaber. As you're standing there, the cleric looks around the room, looks at you, and says, That one, I will harm. And you take 62 necrotic damage. It's got to, but I have a spell resistance, right? So I got another. Uh, I mean, you can roll again. Sorry, so that'd be 20, 30, 20. Uh, well, then you only take 31 necrotic damage. I'll take Good that. Move. She is also. With her bonus action, she is going to heal herself up a little bit. And it is now Belisar's turn. You are currently not engaged with anyone or anything. The closest thing to you is an iron golem. But there is there are some constructs and some humanoids that are within range. The humanoids okay. are surrounded by ball bearings, though. So <laughs> I will try to go up to... Can I get, uh, what, what was her name? The big, the, the dumb one, the, the person we tried to help? Five. Uh, yeah. uh, five. five. Can, I, can I get to her and try pushing her into the cauldron? I mean, you can try that. Yeah, you're within range. I'm going to try that. So I'm going to do my dexterity saving throw, I presume. You're actually just outside of the range of ball bearings. Lucky okay. you. Okay. So then, and so is she or what? Because I want to push her in. Let's see. First roll me and attack. Okay, so that's going to be, that would be a 29 to attack. All right, roll me a athletics check. That would be a 26. So, guess what I wasn't prepared for? Uh, <laughs> so, here's what happens. Belsar starts charging up, and you see this skinny little human woman with this long, stringy blonde hair standing there. She has just hit you all with a circle of death, and Belsar runs up to her shoves her. She falls back into the cauldron, and as the energy begins to hit her, you see her disintegrate. She gives a horrifying wail that, if y'all weren't near Emberlin, would cause you all to, like, kiss yourselves in fear. And she is sort of disintegrated from the inside out with this horrifying energy. I can't uh, say I feel that bad for no. chronic damage. Does that intimidate the rest of them, or at least the other humanoids? Do an inside check. Give me a dirty 20. Dirty 20. You get the sense that they all see death as sort of an ultimate result of what could happen to them. One thing I did forget, there is a moment where it looks like she's going to survive, and instead this arcane energy does tear her apart. Death Ward doesn't work so great in the spiral of an arcane shitstorm. Do, do I have enough range to wrap someone else and throw them in? No. You are at the max end of your range. Could make another couple of attacks, though. 
Okay, I will go and attack. Is it the W one that's attacking Mima? Uh, yes. Uh, and what I would say is this okay. would probably need to be a ranged attack. An 18 to hit? Nope. No? All right, I'm going to roll. I'm going to try to shoot at it again, and that's going to be a 27 to hit. That one does hit. That would be a 23 to hit, or be a uh, damage. Yeah, so you you fire at this warlord. Y'all y'all seen a few of these over over the years together. First one goes a little high, but the second one gets right between the armor, and you see her kind of as the bullet goes deep in her side. She did not enjoy that. Good. I hope there's a lesson to you all. Next up is Kilbo. I would like to do chain lightning on that baddie baddie. But away from the cauldron. Yeah, you can pull that off. They all fight. All nukes, yeah. That's a big bunch of nukes. Take my nukes. You can kiss my nukes. 39. Still Predator does take half damage. Meemaw, you've got a friend back to back now. Hey, Emberlyn, thank you. That means I could have advantage. Uh, yeah, the warlord standing in front of you is looking... Very poorly. Yes. Yes. I would like to stab them. Swing away. With a, with a, well, stab, not swing. Come on. Well, I gotta, I gotta stab away. Stab it, stab it. Ah, oh, dang it. I only got a, a 18. 18, unfortunately. Uh, is that with advantage? Oh, with advantage. Come on, kill it, me, mom. Oh, that's a, that's a 21. Dirty. That hits. Yeah. That would be a. 40 damage. You stab into her. The life appears to go out. Uh Uh-oh. And then the death ward kicks in. No! Next up is the steel predator, who is going to swing at Twiggy. Uh, That is probably not going to do it. 21, actually. Uh, 21 does hit. 16 piercing damage. Is it going to swipe a wall? Wow, that is a natural one. Third attack. It's natural 20. If Twiggy, if Twiggy wants to make an attack of opportunity, she certainly can. It's not going to do anything. It's like a 10. She takes uh, 15 slashing damage. If she's resistant to that, it would be 7. Okay. Yep, she is. Okay. All right. Next up is the War Priest. Belisar, I'm going to have you do another charisma saving throw. Uh, yeah, okay. you what pushed our friend into the fucking cauldron. She's pissed about it. 22. That works. You are not banished again. War Priest, the Warlord, who has just narrowly avoided death, grabs her wrist, which you all saw, you know, had that golden, you know, VI, you know, villain thing, and teleports out. Dang it. Can, so- can someone dispel that? Nope. Or, I mean, no. no? She's banned that. That is, that, is an, that is a magic object. You cannot counterspell an object. Next up is Zabarchup. All right. All right. I will cast that then. At the moment, nothing can go into or out of the cauldron. Now we can't kill the other guys. Hopefully it's not just a wasted time and a nice level spell. Uh, nothing is going in or out of the force cage at the moment, or uh, the wall of force, rather, covering the cauldron. The cauldron is completely cut off from everyone and everything at the moment. <laughs> I'm going to shoot a moat. All right. Uh, I'm going to shoot uh, the same chick, or the S. Going after Sybil, yeah. Sybil, yeah. Oh, natural 20. 
Fuck that. yeah. You blast a 40. So is that doubled? That is doubled. So that'd oh. be 80. Yeah, yeah. You hit her right in the breast yes. and yes. goddamn does it hurt. Yeah. I just made an enemy, but you know. Not appreciating that at all. <laughs> the iron golem goes next. It is going to go up to Belisar. Not appreciating that one of its masters was thrown into the deadly, deadly cauldron. A 17, which is probably not going to do it. That is. A Who was the attack? Eight, which will. Uh, Belisar. Wow. 28. 25 bludgeoning damage. Is it? It misses you with the first slam attack, but the second one just. Ooh! Oh, that hurt a little. And the shield guardian is going to swing at Meemaw. <gasps> no. One. He's going to try to fist you. He does not fist very well there. That's an 11. Twiggy and the air elemental. You are right next to the field predator. Okay, well, she's going to um, go ahead and attack. That's a nat 20 for the yeah. air elemental. That's going to be 32 damage. The next one's going to be like a 17 plus 8. Uh, yeah, that's, that's going to hit too. That's going to be 25 damage. Okay, and then Twiggy, can she flank something as well? Twiggy is currently flanking the Steel Predator. So it's gonna be 19 plus eight. Yeah, that hits. 22. This thing's looking pretty rough, second attack. 17 plus eight. Yeah. All right, that'd be a 22. So the two air elementals team up and start pounding the Steel Predator, and they pound it into gear. The thing comes apart and ceases to function. You did over 97 hit points in this one fucking round. Oh, dang. Damn. God. The air elementals are genuinely terrifying. So we can remove the steel predator. Next up is Sybil Wynn. She looks around and goes, I shall remember this. Activate her. And out she goes. Dang it. Chicken! Kilbo, it is your turn. I would like to do a lightning bolt. It failed. That's an eight. 37. You 37. Stay. Yeah, you crack into him pretty good. Yeah. Um, so the damage for that first hit was 30 fire and then 56 slashing. All right. So it, it's a really weird thing, Belisar. You dig into this thing and like it hurts it, but it also kind of heals it a little bit. You're not quite sure what's up with that. All right, the second one was a 19. Misses. The third one misses. All right, Meemaw. I believe I believe I could uh, I could probably skirt around this here shield guardian to get the to the war priest, right? Yeah, if you do disengage as a bonus action. Definitely. How, well, a cunning action, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would like to stab them. Stab away. In the face. 24. Just, yeah, that hits. Heck yeah. 39 damage. Yeah, you stab her very well. In the face. Yeah, she's, she's got a little scar there. Good. Better run. She says to you, that sounds like good advice. And she activates her bracer. Whoops. And screams <laughs> out of there. I shouldn't have given her advice. So as of now, there are a shield guardian and an iron golem on the field. Zobber Chubbins, you are up. Good for both and then cone of cold. Yeah. 
I'll do that with my other channel or whatever. Uh, 16, not going to do it. A natural 20, 24, that will. Uh, All right. Four guardian saves. 70 okay. damage. 70, yeah. The iron golem looks very bad. Anything else on your turn? Bobber Kevin. Yes. I'm going to the one that saves. I'm going to hit with the moat. 30 to hit. Yeah, that hit big time. 38 damage. The tide has turned here. I'm a little bit annoyed about all the ones that escaped, though. Next up are the golem. It's going to swipe once at Belisar with disadvantage. 24. And that hits. You'll take 14 bludgeoning damage. It's going to swipe once at Emberlin with disadvantage. That is 19, which is not going to do it. The shield guardian says, why fuck with a good thing? And it's going to go after Mima and try to fist him. My oh, hole is over there on the wall. <laughs> 21. You live by the anus, you die by the anus. <laughs> that 21. hits. Uh, that's going to do 15 bludgeoning damage. Second fist attack is not going to hit. And now Twiggy is up. Twiggy and the air elemental are up. There is a shield guardian on Meemaw. There is an iron golem between Belisar and Indor. They have the speed okay. to get to either location. All right, so it's going to go after the uh, one Meemaw. Uh, what's that, net 20? Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll damage, but this is academic. This fucker is dead. Yeah, it has 13 hit points. Whatever you're going to do with a, a crit is going to do the trick as far as I'm concerned. Uh, can fly up. over, and the iron golem is flanked, and it looks even worse. 16 plus 8 to hit? Uh, yeah. 6, six plus 5. Uh, yeah, that is enough. Uh, as the Iron Golem goes down. And y'all, that, that was what? Two rounds of combat? Three rounds of combat, maybe? Your humanoid enemies have unfortunately managed to escape back to Villains, Inc. But you have destroyed all the constructs. You have got the cauldron in this wall of force. What do y'all want to do? Belisar would be up first. I will do an arcana check to see if I know how to dispose of this thing. All right. Do me an arcana check with advantage because you're now not in the pressure of battle. Nine plus 12. Great. 21. 21 is actually good enough. The number you had to hit was 20. What you can tell by looking at this is that any arcane or nature magic is going to feed the chaos. But divine magic from a good deity would destroy this cauldron. So, uh, Zardi, <laughs> uh, you're up, buddy. Ah, divine intervention. I would say given that this is involving a number of deities who are trying to trample on his domain, yeah, he's watching. Good news, Kelimvor was paying direct attention. I rolled a six. So, so as you all are kind of standing around looking, you see the ghostly apparition of Kelimbor. White dude fro, red headband, jean vest, cut off jean vest, <laughs> bell bottoms. He reaches through your wall of force, Zabertubbins, reaches into it. You all are temporarily blinded as divine energy radiates out. And when you look again, there is a smoldering hut where the cauldron was. And Kelimbor looks you directly in the eyes, Zardex. He puts a hand on your shoulder. He goes, carry on, my wayward son. <laughs> <laughs> no peace when you're done, man. 
Cauldron's gone. Creatures are dead or evacuated. What do y'all want to do? Uh, as as Kilbo has asked, those orange boxes are crates, and they appear to be filled with magical items. Before we do that, can I check, uh, do like a scrying spell on wherever the, the dudes went? Who are you attempting to scry in on? Is this, her name Sylvia? Uh, Sybil. Sybil. Sybil, Sybil. Sorry, Sybil. Or whoever I think is easiest, I guess, would be more likely. That would definitely be the fighter. She got a 21 on her saving throw. So mine is 20. She does save. You aren't able to scry, unfortunately. Uh, the rest of you go over and are checking out the crates. And you see a number of things that really appeal to you. Belisar, you notice this big, it almost looks like a WWE championship belt. And it's got like, it's got like the face of a storm giant on the buckle. It actually, it actually reminds you a bit of Craddock. As you go to put it on, y'all watch as Belisar just instantly gets swole up to like the most muscular. You've never seen this much muscle on a man. <laughs> He has the belt of storm giant strength, and his strength has increased dramatically. Kilbo, you pick up the staff, and it is fucking badass. Like you, you feel you feel magical energy coursing through you. You feel like a more powerful mage than you've ever been. Uh, Zabra Chubbins, you find this this. It's almost like a mumu. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, these very very fancy robes. You feel much more powerful now, too. And, like, magic doesn't affect you as much. Zabra, you got the robe of the Arch Magi. And Kilbo, you got the staff of the Magi. Meemaw, as someone who's a big fan of gems and jewels, you notice this tourmaline pommel. And you're like, hmm, that looks valuable. And you pick up this rapier. And it it is fucking killer. Like, you weighs practically nothing as you swing it around. Uh, and that is the Sword of Answering, which has some some fun qualities. Plus three to attacks and damage. Yeah. You can make a oh, good. melee attack as a reaction on your turn. So, like, if you miss on a shot, you can then react and react. Stab them, attack them with that. Kimberlyn, you also see a sword. This is the first thing that catches your eyes. It's sort of like this white steel blade. <laughs> And you feel the spirit of Dolora inhabits it as you hold Holy Avenger. Let's see. Twiggy already has her staff. She, she's not interested in any of this shit. Yeah, right. my staff's awesome. Zardex, you pick up this rod. <laughs> and as you hold this rod in your hand, you hold the Rod of Resurrection, which contains five charges that recharge, I think, at dawn every day. I, I, I can look up. But you can either use it to cast uh, True Resurrection using five charges or you can use one charge to cast heal, which does up to, I think, 70 hit points and then a bunch of other shit. Y'all do find all of these very legendary items and begin attuning to them. Zardex, you begin like filling out the paperwork to have these magical items returned by the Adventurers nice. Union to their rightful owners. You, you do know as part of the Adventurers Local, you're allowed to take a cut of any treasure you get. And certainly these magical items are well within the purview of the Adventures Local. As you all are beginning to move out of this room, Zabberchuffin, you get a message that arrives in your mind that you recognize from the sending spell. Uh. And it is from the compound. Uh-oh. And it is from Chevin. Poor Chevin. Who says, 
I hope you're all well, but you need to get back soon. Someone has kidnapped. <gasps> Quevin? No! You have been listening to We Slay Things, edited by Andy Gabor. Like our podcast and want to help support it? Toss a coin to your DM at ko-fi.com slash weslaythings. Visit weslaythings.com for more. 